Hello, this is Sandra, and I welcome you to today's episode of Modesty Christian Girls Club. Um, It's been exciting, and we've started a new topic titled Beautiful Attitude, and it's all taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, from verse 1 to 13. Please make our time to read that whole chapter, if, if, if possible, or just read from verse chapter 5 from verse 1 to 13. Last week, last time we dealt with um, being poor in spirit. We understood what it meant and we explained in the last episode. So please go back and listen to it and I believe that the Lord will bless you. Now today we are moving on to the next on the list on the beautiful attitudes. Um, as I said, you know, it's, it's popularly called the Beatitudes, but we've just coined it um, and called it beautiful attitude. So it's like beautiful attitudes or the best way or a better way to live as a Christian girl. Okay. Praise the Lord. Um, so we're moving on today, as I said, um, and we're continuing in the teaching from Matthew chapter 5. These were words from Jesus's own mouth, you know, speaking on attitudes and how to behave and how to present ourselves, ourselves so we can be accepted by God. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for Modesty Christian Girls Club, because we know that through this ministry, you are reaching on to young girls. You are reaching on to women. You are reaching on to boys and 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 men even who happen to chance by and listen to the teachings that is going on in this ministry we believe and trust you god that those who need this teachings will have access to it and you will bless them as they listen to it and more importantly that we will grow to be the Christians that you want us to be, especially the young girls, Lord, who get confused along the way. I pray, Lord God, that you touch their their lives, that you will minister to them through the words of this teaching. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. So let's dive straight in and go to the book of Matthew chapter 5 and we will be looking at verse 4 and 5 just for the purpose of today's teaching. So, sorry, um, the book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 4 and 5. The Bible says, blessed or blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. Verse 5, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I read verse 4 again, so Matthew chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Praise God forevermore. So we'll take it one at a time. We'll look at um, those that mourn, what it means. Hallelujah. So blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Now, basically, this scripture is not necessarily talking about those who are mourning because maybe they've lost a loved one or 
I mean, as a Christian, really, if you lose a loved one um, and you mourn, basically, um, you shouldn't worry too much. If the person is a believer, you do know that you will um, be rejoined to them again uh, in the resurrection because we'll all meet again. Praise the Lord. So really, um, when the Bible says you will be comforted, that is literally what it means. However, it also means those who are mourning about the situation of the earth or about the way that things are going on the earth. Right now in the world, we know that there's a lot of discontent because the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer. There's just so much climate change. Um, you know, the weather is so erratic. Um, and so, so much is going on that people are disgruntled. However, the Bible is saying the believer who mourns shall be comforted. So they will receive comfort. Now, let's look at and study um, the life of uh, Lot. The Bible says about Lot, he was in Sodom and Gomorrah. And in that place, there was so much evil. The society was so evil, just the way our world is right now. So much wickedness. I mean, they were so evil that when an angel came for Lot, the Bible says that men, both old and young, ran to Lot's house and they were asking for the angel. And they asked that Lot should bring out the man so that they could know him carnally and basically what they wanted to do was to um to 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 get physically um physical with him and um you know um, in a in a in a in a wrong sexual way with that man that came to the city so you can see that um you know when you read about the life of lot there was nothing new or there is nothing new about homosexuality as far back as Sodom and Gomorrah. The Bible says men came out, both younger and old, chasing after this new man that had come into town. Obviously, they didn't know that that man was an angel who had come to take Lot away. But they came out and they were chasing after that man. And, you know, um, Lot went through quite a bit in Sodom and Gomorrah because the people were so carnal, they were so wicked in the way that they did things. Praise the Lord. Let's look at the Bible, the book of 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 6 to 9, where it uh, mentions Lot. 2 Peter, 2 Peter chapter 2, from verse 6 to 9. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that should live ungodly. And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversations of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their 
hallelujah, with their unlawful deeds. Hallelujah. Verse 9 says, The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Will you look around you and there's just so much wickedness? You look around you and there's just so much evil around you. Um, So much, you know, um, evil and wrongdoings, unrighteousness all around us. And the Bible says, obviously, when you look around, you're distressed at the state of the earth, at the state the 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 um degeneration of the human race and the things that they get up to nobody cares about god anymore nobody bothers about the lord anymore and you when you talk about god you are shut down the bible says blessed are those who mourn because it is trying times it is distressing times where you know the name of the lord is not freely revealed or is not freely spoken about especially in the western world or in places that supposedly call themselves civilized and the bible says that blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted we shall receive comfort the bible talking about lots there in the book of second peter chapter 2 mentions how sodom and gomorrah were were brought down reduced to ashes but before that happened the bible says that god delivered lot out of the city of sodom and gomorrah and this is exactly what's going to happen to us our vexed soul shall be comforted whilst we look around us and there's so much evil that is not the end of the story the end of the the, the bible says that the lord delivered lot out of there the bible talking about lot says that his righteous soul was vexed he was distressed day in day out with the ungodly conversations of the people with the ungodly way that they lived their lives with the wicked manner in which they lived praise the lord can you imagine i mean that is the height of homosexuality where a new person comes into town and all the men the bible says all the men but young and old are chasing after this one man that came into town who they felt was new i mean i don't think there's anything like that uh, right now uh, obviously there's a lot of um evil but I, I just want to put it out there that those that are saying that, you know, get with the times, this is the 21st century, as far back as the times of Sodom and Gomorrah, there was lewdness, there was a lot of some homosexuality already on the earth so it's nothing new it's nothing new at all what we need to do is take our eyes off the evil hallelujah focus on the lord for we shall be comforted the bible says blessed blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted we will receive the comfort of the lord and we'll also receive the deliverance of our soul the bible says that you know um sodom and gomorrah were reduced to ashes but Lot was delivered. He received comfort for his soul. And that is our portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're moving on to verse 5 now. Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, where it talks about uh, being meek. Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who are, who are meek. 
I'll just run back to Matthew chapter 5 and we can read it, uh, hallelujah, and um, get on to what we're dealing with about the meek. Verse 5, Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, it says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And you say, wait there, I thought that the heavens and the earth will pass away, just like the word of God says, um, the heavens and the earth will pass away. Why is the Bible saying that, uh, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth? This earth that the Bible is talking about is the new earth. Hallelujah. The Bible says that, the, the 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 heavens and the earth as we know it right now will pass away the bible says it will fold it up um and it will be destroyed the earth as we know it where we live right now is gonna go hallelujah and the bible talks about a new heaven and a new earth but before we go on there let's explain what we mean by meek being meek hallelujah the bible says blessed are the meek Praise the Lord. To be meek means to be quiet, to be gentle, to be submissive. Hallelujah. More importantly, when you're talking about the meek, they are submissive, they are teachable. Praise the Lord. So they receive instruction because they are quiet, they're gentle, they're submissive, and they accept what you're telling them. They're not proud and arrogant praise the Lord. And the Bible says the meek will inherit the earth. Praise God will inherit the earth. Now, when we talk about the meek, one character in the Bible that comes to mind is Moses. The Bible regarded him at the time as the meekest man on earth. Let's look at Numbers, Numbers chapter 12, verse 3. Numbers chapter 12 verse 3. The Bible says, now the man Moses was very meek. So he was not just meek, he was very meek, which means he was very quiet, he was very gentle, he was very submissive unto God. And that's the way we should be. When the Lord is speaking to us, either through a message, a preacher's teaching, um, you know, correctly the word of God, we take it in. We are submissive to the word of God. And that's what we should be. Um, I'll read that again. Um, Numbers chapter 12 verse 3. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were, which were upon the face of the earth. He was very meek. He was not just meek. He was very meek. He was submissive to the word of God. The Bible says he was the meekest man in all the earth. What a testimony about Moses. That's because Psalm 25 verse 9, Psalm 25 verse 9, still talking about uh, being meek. Psalm 25 verse 9, the meek shall inherit the earth, the Bible says. Blessed are they. You receive a blessing when you are meek and you also receive a reward because you will inherit the earth. And the earth, as I said, is the new earth. Psalm 25 verse 9. Praise God. It says, The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his way. So you see here that Moses exhibited these traits, and that's why he could hear the voice of God. 
God could speak to him because the Bible here says the meek will he guide, will God guide in judgment. Moses was one of the greatest prophets in the Bible. And the key attribute of Moses is that he was very meek. We read it in Numbers that he was very meek. Of all the men on the earth, Moses was the meekest. Hallelujah. And and you could tell this because Psalm 25 verse 9, he says, The meek will he guide in judgment. So God will guide them in judgment. God will tell them what to do. And guess what? They will do it. Hallelujah. And the meek will he teach his ways. No wonder the Bible says that he 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 showed his acts to the children of Israel, but he showed his ways to Moses. The Bible says it. He showed his ways to Moses. Why? Here it says the meek will he teach his ways. He will teach them his ways. And so As believers, as a Christian girl, as you're growing in the things of God, you are following or you're growing as a young lady, you need this attribute of being meek. The meek are teachable. And because they are teachable, God will teach them his ways. Hallelujah. Moses was meek. And because of that, he received teachings from God. The Bible will say that Moses went up to a mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. He was with God. No wonder the five books of the five, the first five books in the Bible were written by Moses. Genesis, the creation of the, of the, of the earth. How did he receive those revelations? Because he was meek and God could teach him his ways. God could show him judgment. God could show him. Moses wasn't there at the creation, but God showed him during that 40 days that he was on top of the mountain. I mean, he, he was away that long that the children of Israel didn't know where he was. And they said, do you know what? This man, we don't know where he is. Come and let us make us gods that, and, and say that they brought them out of, of Egypt. Praise the Lord. So Moses had that attribute. He was meek. And as a result of the fact that he was meek, God could teach him his ways. He received so many uh, um, um, blessings, so many directions from God because he had this attribute. So blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Now let's talk about the earth, the earth that you're meant to receive. You know, there's this religious sect that's, um, sect, I mean, S-E-C-T that, uh, believe that, um, um, you know, the reason to heaven because they feel that you inherit the earth. They mix the scripture and do not understand when the Bible's talking about inheriting the earth. It's not this specific earth that we know it as we know it. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And that is what the Bible is talking about here. And so let's look at it um, in the book of Isaiah 66. Isaiah chapter 66. The Bible talks about a new heaven and a new earth. So that you you understand when when I'm saying that it is in this earth. It's the new earth that the meek shall inherit Isaiah 66 and we're looking at verse 22 
Isaiah 66 verse 22 Isaiah 66 22 praise God forevermore hallelujah and it says for as the new heavens and the new earth which I shall make shall remain before me saith the Lord so shall your seed and your name remain you see the new heavens and the new earth which I shall make says the Lord so the Lord is going to make a new heaven and a new earth okay look at revelations if because if you want to say that's old testament that's Isaiah uh, I'll show you where it says that in the New Testament. Uh, Revelations chapter 21 verse 1. Revelations, last book in the Bible, verse 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. Hallelujah. A new heaven, a new earth. The Bible says God is going to create a new heavens and a new earth. Now, you know, um, there's a new um, modified and a new tool um, um, telescope that's been found. And this is a very powerful telescope. And it has sighted new galaxies never before seen. This telescope recently in the news said this telescope has been able to see new galaxies, you know, never before seen. Now, and this is just a riddle, you know, could it be that one of those galaxies is the new heaven? Could it be that one of those galaxies is the new earth? Possibly, you know. Possibly we don't have the technology to be able to get there, but this very powerful high-tech telescope has been able to see new planetary bodies, you know? And so there is that possibility that it could be one of them. But one sure thing that we do know is that God has said he is creating a new heaven and a new earth. And the, 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 the scripture, Revelations 21 verse 1 that we read, did say that the old heaven and the old earth were passed away. So they were gone away. Hallelujah. They've been destroyed. And the Bible says that the new heaven, the, the, the old earth, the, new, the old heaven is going to pass away. Praise God. Remember the, the scripture Bible says that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Okay. So if you remember that scripture, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Let's go back to the book of Psalms. Uh, but this time let's look at Psalm 37. We're talking about the meek inheriting the earth. And I'm explaining to you that the earth that the meek are going to inherit is the new earth, not the old one, not this one that we're in. There's going to be another earth. Hallelujah. A new one. Hallelujah. What a new one, you know, not one that's full of corruption and evil and wickedness, you know, a new one God says is going to make, or he has made, or, you know, by now he's probably made it. Psalm 37 verse 11. Psalm 37 verse 11, and it says, But the meek shall inherit 
the earth, hallelujah, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. That new earth is going to be full of peace, hallelujah. But remember, the great attribute here is being meek. Take your time, go to the Bible, study the life of Moses, study him, because he was the, at a time the Bible says he was the meekest. He was very meek. He was the meekest of all the people on the earth. That is a fantastic testimony. And here in the book of Matthew chapter 5, um, Jesus, straight from his mouth, straight from the master's mouth, Jesus is saying, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. So without fail, they will inherit the earth. What's an inheritance? Something that is due to you. Because you're meek, the earth is due to you. You will inherit it. You will inherit it. Praise the Lord. And so this is key. You know, these are beautiful attitudes that we should imbibe in our lives. Hallelujah. We should mourn at the evil all around us, not partake in it. When we, we, you know, the Bible talks about Lord being distressed. His righteous soul was vexed every day. You know, he's mourning at the evil all around you. The Bible says you will receive comfort. Hallelujah. And then it says the meek of the earth, those who, those who are meek, who are teachable, who are submissive. The Bible says he will assure you in the scripture that he will teach them his ways. Is there anything better than the Lord teaching you his ways, teaching you uh, his ways, just the way he did with Moses as well, where the Bible says that he showed his, his acts, so his feasts, his blessings, miracles, okay? He showed them to the children of Israel, but to Moses, and this is the thing that lasts, he showed Moses his ways. He showed Moses his ways. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we should learn not to partake in the evil that surrounds us, but we should mourn at the, at, at the state of society because we will receive comfort from the Lord. Secondly, we should exhibit meekness. We should be meek. Why? Because the Lord will teach us his ways. Number two, we will inherit the new earth. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop here, but I believe we've been blessed. Go back and listen to this and don't just keep it to yourself. Share with friends, share, um, share these teachings uh, with loved ones, with friends, with family. Hallelujah. Especially young ladies between the ages of 13 um, and above so that we can be developed to be the Christians that God needs us to be. Hallelujah. So it's not just about miracles. Oh, God, bless me, bless me. How is your character? How are you in the things of God? How do you show yourself on the earth? Do you join them to swear when they're swearing? Or do you mourn and say, wow, this is not godly and I won't partake in it? Hallelujah. These are things we need to ask ourselves and develop our Christian walk. Develop your Christianity. Grow 
in the things of God. Hallelujah. God bless you. You can email me modestygoals2021 at gmail.com or you can um, 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 be a part of this. Share with friends, share with family. Um, you know, we're on Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcast, on social, um, uh, you know, most um, digital uh, platforms, um, podcast platforms, you know, look for modesty Christian girls club, and you have various teachings on there that will bless you, uh, and, and, and help you to grow. God bless you. See you next time. My name is Sandra.